Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. sure this is on this is on hello 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 <laughs> hello no ho okay <laughs> hello no ho okay yeah we've all been there <laughs> we have all wondered it's like i'm bored off if, for Biden. if the yeah. equipment was working <laughs> we've all had our gaffes yesterday morning on what would have been dr king's 94th birthday or first i attended the sunday services at ebenezer and I was deeply meaningful and moving for me. That's fine. No, he said 94th. You didn't hear it wrong. Anyway, but all that's just, you know, just way of warm up. Uh, very silly things the president said in his Martin Luther King Jr. Day speech, which, by the way, many things he said were right, I agree. And his celebration honoring of the man whose life we don't tell enough of the truth about. And I don't mean like there's bad stuff to hide. I mean, there's serious stuff to hide you know the man was basically revolutionary and what he was calling for and uh, his criticisms of uh, american culture you know he's not he's not just kind of as many commentators said yesterday and rightly so martin luther king jr is not just this sort of bland pro-american celebrator of certainly not of the status quo i mean you know just it's weird that after all of these years that's in some ways kind of the image that people have of him but anyway um uh, president biden talking about for example police reform and the there are parts of his police reforms i agree with but then there are parts where i'm like lordy man i signed a historic executive order that included key elements of that bill for the federal at the federal level bans chokeholds and greatly restricts no-knock warrants. It creates a national database for officer misconduct that must be placed in the national database. Mostly good. To tighten the use of force policies, to emphasize de-escalation. We have to retrain cops as to why should you always shoot for de with deadly force? The fact is, if you need to use your weapon, you don't have to do that. What? what? If you're using the gun, it's because they represent a threat of serious bodily harm or death to you or other people. You shoot to kill. That's why you shoot. If you can't shoot to kill, then you don't shoot. Well, I'm going to shoot him in the leg and disable him. Good Lord. <laughs> it's like, I don't say it because it's something Biden gets wrong, although he does. I say it because all of my cop friends hear him say something like that. And it's like they can never take him seriously on anything because he's so woefully ignorant on that topic and other topics as well. That's the problem. So, you know, the Secret Service all around you, what do you think they're trained to do? They're trying to shoot people in the leg? You, nobody's that good of a marksman. <laughs> it's just that's not practical. But there's all kinds of things in this speech we're talking about. But this one, um, oh, and by the way, you know what? Let me, let me give credit where credit is due. Something I agree with him about. We have to continue to fight for racial justice. Agreed. We got to cut black child poverty. We cut it in half in 2021 because of the child tax credit. We should be permanently cut it. Now, I need your help to make it permanent. Yeah, I've always been a little conflicted on the monthly payout of the child tax credit, but because I support the child tax credit in theory, uh, the idea, well, in practice, uh, the idea of paying it out monthly and cutting childhood poverty, I just... I know that's the claim. I'm a little bit skeptical about what the real impact on children's lives was, but I'm willing to try it. Like, I'm, I'm willing to believe, okay? So I don't disagree with him about that. But then he just, this is amazing to me. 
it's amazing to me that he gets something so wrong that is, in fact, so easy to understand. Taxes. They're preparing to vote on a third bill. <clears throat> Republicans. They want a national sales tax. Now, let me say this again. I know if I said that, it sounded like, what's Biden making up here? No. They want to raise tax the middle class by taxing thousands of everyday items, from groceries, gasoline, clothing, cutting taxes for the wealthiest, because they want to supplant the money lost from taxes on the millionaires and billionaires with a sales tax on virtually everything in the country. What in God's name is that all about, other than what is obvious? Well, it's a plan that's been around for a couple of decades, sir. <laughs> it's a plan that most of the rest of the world actually follows, uh, that most of the world uses some kind of either a value-added tax or a sales tax uh, instead of an income tax because it's more equal, it's easier to enforce, it's clear, it certainly raises the money. And instead of punishing you for generating productivity, it puts a tax on you consuming things, and it sort of encourages people to things, do things like save. Uh, so, yeah, this actually is one of the Republican proposals. I'll explain a little bit more in just a second. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And this is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Watching an accident in the Big Lagoon area, there's a power pull down Gulf Beach Highway and McGritz Boulevard. Roadway is blocked in that area. Use caution to get in the Big Lagoon area, Gulf Beach Highway and McGritz. Power line down, road blocked. Executive Landscaping, big enough to get the job done, small enough to care. 250-3756 for no hassle estimate. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. Thanks so much, Candy. So, yeah, it was the uh, the first bill. Uh, it was actually put forward by, um, I think he was one of the holdouts, uh, one of the antis, Buddy Carter from Georgia. And um, this is a bill that would eliminate the IRS, would eliminate the income tax, personal income, corporate income, death tax, gift tax, payroll tax, all of that stuff, and basically replace it with you know, the flat tax, the fair tax, the national consumption tax, whatever you want to call it. They call it national consumption tax. National sales tax. Okay, so instead of paying an income tax to the federal government, you would pay, say, 20 percent more when you buy something. That's the idea, because it works to eliminate black market effects. It works to uh, eliminate the disincentive to productivity and on and on and on. But President Biden is just like flabbergasted that Republicans would follow through on something that most of us have wanted for decades. They want working class folks to be paying another 10, 20 percent. And their taxes, depending on where they live and how they're spending the money, and they're going to and reduce taxes for the super wealthy. Now, if we didn't see it, I think this we're making this stuff up. If I told you in 2023 a party was going to run on a national sales tax, well, that's how they're starting their new term. You haven't been listening <laughs> because we've been saying this for a long time. The idea, at the very least, of having a flat income tax, which will never happen. But see, people will, you know, people will say, "Look, a, a sales tax. Um, everybody gets the same rate on what they purchase. Therefore, it's regressive." I hate when people fiddle with words. Um, regressive means that it is a higher rate to the low-income earners and is a lower rate to the high-income earners. A flat means that it's the same for everybody. And so-called progressive, which I hate that term, but there it is, is where the people who make more or spend more pay higher percentage and the middle and the lower pay even lower percentage. It's a flat because it's an income tax. Now, it will require people who are at the low end of the income spectrum to be paying more possibly than they pay now, although there's workarounds to that, because they would be paying something and right now they're paying nothing or even getting paid. But it's hard to make the case that there should ever be anybody in a society that has an input on the politics, can vote, and doesn't pay any taxes. 
And that's part of the argument in favor of having the sales tax as the basis because everybody then pays. Everybody pays. And if you opt to save, then you pay less or, you know, you don't pay anything on that. So, yeah, we've been talking about this for forever. And also the big the big to me, the big advantage of this is you avoid all the compliance costs, all of the time and money spent complying with the tax code. It's easier to administer. It's harder to evade. Therefore, it's easier to enforce. Almost every other country in the world has something like this. Now, that in and of itself always makes me kind of skeptical because we don't want to model America after the world. But still, that's true. Okay. Of course, we know the IRS is notorious for abuse, weaponization, and also for failing to do its job. That's why we're trying. That's why the Biden administration is trying to hire all these new IRS agents is to you know enforce the tax code. Which, by the way, I supported. I supported the hiring of agents. If you're going to have a tax code on income, hire the agents to enforce it. That didn't bother me like it bothered all my Republican friends. Okay, I thought if you're going to have it, hire it. That's like hiring cops. Um, but instead, if we could not have to hire them and we could get rid of the entity entirely or change its nature fundamentally from enforcing income to collecting sales tax, I'd be all for it. Now, I will say there is going to be a sector uh, that is going to oppose this. The accountants lobby <laughs> is not going to be in favor of this. They are not going to go for this, obviously. But to me, this would be simpler, better. We can raise the revenue we need. And I'm all for it, despite President Biden's uh, inability to grasp it. As he says, you know, they're going to raise the taxes that you pay for buying stuff. Yeah, but you don't have the income tax taken out on the front end. So it's a trade. It's a wash. It's a where you get the source, right? 720, what do you think? Would you go for this or would you oppose this? 437-1620, it has gotten surprisingly little media attention since the bill was filed. But since the president mentioned yesterday on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I thought I would mention it for you today. So what do you think? Would you like to see a national sales tax instead of a national income tax as we have now? 437-1620, I'm Andrew McKay. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. Yeah, my old girlfriend from Oklahoma was going to fly out here for the dance, but she couldn't because she's doing some modeling right now. Seven twenty-two News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News asking the question: Would you favor a national sales tax over the federal income tax like we have now? President Biden mocking and deriding the idea yesterday 
during the Martin Luther King Day Jr. list of political comments speech that he made, uh, which is you know, fine. It's his prerogative. He can do what he wants. He's a grown man. Uh, so question, would you want that? Somebody says, um, I want to know what the study shows in terms of the differences the taxpayer would pay overall. Uh, certainly the government's saving money because it doesn't have to fund the IRS. That's true. There'd still be, have to be some kind of a revenue service, just wouldn't have to be that one. Somebody says, um, this is the first time I've ever heard of a national sales tax, and I love the idea. 437-1620. Somebody says, consumption tax will not work. Big ticket items won't be purchased. Uh, don't underestimate the desire of Americans with disposable income to buy things they don't need. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're pretty good at it. So Have we met? Somebody, yeah, right? Somebody here says, I like the idea, but you can't let any big business have a tax-exempt status. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, and I don't think they would either. Uh, people are in, people are voting with their feet by moving to states that use a sales tax with no income tax. So that's the evidence, you know, proof in the pudding. Florida, for example. Somebody says, why won't the national sales tax pass? Simple. It rewards saving behavior, punishes reckless spending that we're used to. Uh, all that said, I'm absolutely in favor of it. Yes, national sales tax will let other nations um, fund us, tourists, right? We talk about putting the local option sales tax out there to make sure that vacationers have to pay for things that we want to buy, and that's how that works. A national sales tax gives me the control of how much tax I pay, I think. Yes, that's right. That's right. Choose not to participate in the consumption economy, and you can avoid paying the tax. And yes, please, sales tax. Been hearing about it for decades. So there you go. Um, fairly favorable response with a couple of concerns from our listening audience. 724. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? A defeated New Mexico State House candidate accused of orchestrating shootings at local Democratic elected officials' homes. Republican Solomon Pina was arrested on Monday. The 39-year-old uh, claimed his race back in November was rigged when he lost to a Democrat that got 73% of the vote. 25 people are still unaccounted for after a Russian missile strike at an apartment building in southeastern Ukraine. NBC's Matt Bradley has some details. At least 40 people died, including three children, and 75 were wounded, making Saturday's missile strike among the deadliest Russian attacks on civilians since the war began. And this as an advisor to uh, Ukraine's President Zelensky agreed to step down after he had suggested the building may have actually been hit by Ukraine's air defense system. Uh, and this, the FWC has arrested several people for trafficking dangerous and venomous snakes here into the country. Eight people arrested. This was called Operation Viper. Uh, it was an undercover nice. operation targeting nice. targeting people who buy and sell illegal venomous snakes. Uh, they spent two years on it. Now, get this. Some of the snakes being brought in were cobras, vipers, and even the most venomous snake in the world, the inland taipan, native to Australia. All right. Fair enough. All that reminds me of is... Asps. <laughs> Very dangerous. First. <laughs> you go first. Why is the nice. floor moving? Yeah, <laughs> All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Candy's got traffic on the fives. I sure do. Fives. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> you know I hate snakes. Uh, traffic on the fives. Uh, Gulf Beach Highway and McGritz Boulevard in uh, of, uh, big, the Big Lagoon area. There's a power line down. The road is blocked after an accident. This is about an hour ago. Again, that's Gulf Beach Highway and McGritz Boulevard. If you have traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Is it, is it McGritz or McGirtz? I was looking it up. and I Because I was like, McGritz is the coolest name for a place. 
I don't know which one it is now, but either way, it's cool. <laughs> I think it's, I, I, you know, it's on the map as Magritte. Somebody texted it in as Magritte, so I don't know. And I'm, I'm not familiar with that road yeah, name necessarily, either. but but in uh, any case, that's a cute little it name, It is huh? a great name. I'm Magritte. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss <laughs> mom, Magritte. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's when McDonald's really commits to Southern breakfast food. Magritte. 726 on News Radio 92.3. If you are a business owner and you love doing payroll and HR and figuring out which health benefits are the best for your employees, great. Keep doing what you're doing. If you wonder, first of all, whether there might not be a better way to do it or whether there might be better alternatives or a way to save money or provide better service or just get it off your plate, that's why you call Torgas and Causey because they are a comprehensive employee benefits agency serving the local businesses here in Pensacola for more than 20 years, and they'll help you figure that out. I know because we started using them about, I mean, four years ago, I think, something like that, here at News Radio and Cat Country, and they've been great. They gave us options. They always answer the phone. If they don't know the answer right off, they'll get right back to you. I mean, just they have been fantastic. So trust me, if you're a business owner and you want to see if there's a better way to do things or just get somebody else to do that nonsense for you, that's why you call Torgus and Causey. 433-9996. Obviously, no obligation just to have them look at what you're doing. Check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. 727 News Radio 92.3. One more comment came in about the, uh, or a couple actually, about the sales tax. Somebody says, I've been a proponent for more than a decade. Important point about the fair tax is that people that currently avoid taxes due to their occupation would immediately pay into the system. Prostitutes, drug dealers, etc. You know, the off-books economy, gambling, would wind up paying because they have to purchase things, and they would purchase those things, you know, through the legal mechanisms. Uh, let's see. Somebody here says national sales tax or flat tax. Yeah, I don't know input there, but um, they're talking about a national sales tax here. Somebody here says, I'd be in favor. It's not that Biden doesn't understand. He just hopes that we won't. Uh, yeah, that's a coin flip. Sure, fair enough. Uh, unfortunately, more people heard his negative comments uh, than your explanation. <laughs> your brilliant explanation, they said. <laughs> fair enough. Pardon me. I agree with the sales tax. Well, but there's more than just me. You know, there's other talk radio hosts who will explain this in other markets, I hope. And somebody says national sales tax would be a good deal, except the uh, greedy SOBs in D.C. would implement both taxes. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's... The bill would eliminate, right? But that's always the concern if you don't stamp out the one weed, right? And I always remember this fascinating thing about the sales tax when it was first implemented in, oh, 1914, 1917. It was real early in the 1900s. I just forget exactly the year. And it was meant to be only, only like a, what, one or it was a quarter percent or one percent on only the super wealthy at the time. It was a very, very small tax on only the biggest pocketbooks. And lo and behold... What happened eventually, right? When you open the crack just a little ways. 729 on News Radio 92.3. What else do we have going on today? Um, oh, Desert Storm began this day in history, 1991. Man, Oh, I guess it did. God, yeah, that was a long time this ago. This was the first day I ever was in radio. I interned, and it was the first day of Desert Storm. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I'm 29, but I, I, I yeah, just, and I was I, like, wow, what a day to start. <laughs> I had been somewhat paying attention to news and events same, my and you know, same. high school life, and then I was you know early in college at this point. And it was, I feel like that was kind of, you know, like Schwarzkopf was my first general, you know, like that Absolutely. was, you know, sure, that sure. was the guy and, you know, watching all of these, all of these amazing incidents that took place uh, then. And of course, shortly thereafter, also the Lewinsky sc- scandal uh, broke this day in history, 1998. So <laughs> interesting day in history. What? 
The Lewinsky scandal, yeah. Very good. All right, 7.30 here on News Radio 92.3. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to talk to uh, Sheriff Chip Simmons. Uh, find out what's going on in Scambia County law enforcement. Oh, and don't be too scared, but the woman who wrote the book, uh, I think it's called Deep Fakes, she, when, uh, she said yesterday that uh, originally she thought that we would be 90% uh, generative AI content on the Internet by 2030. She now says uh, two years. Oh, that's comforting. 90% of the Internet will be generated by artificial intelligence within two years. Well, at least we'll have some. Great. David Wayne, what do you have coming up, sir? An arrest in a shooting in Foley. That and more after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. China reports the slowest year for economic growth since 1976 and the first population drop in more than 60 years, with births down and deaths up. Chinese men outnumber women by 32 million, a result of the strict one-child policy that only ended in 2016. Some analysts say China now faces a demographic crisis and government efforts to promote childbirth are so far having little success. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The 91st National Mayor's Conference starts today in D.C. More than 260 mayors have registered to attend the conference, which is a nonpartisan event for mayors of cities with population of 30,000 or larger. Topics include tourism, migrants in U.S. cities, reducing gun violence, and addressing homelessness. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Dallas beats Tampa Bay 31-14 in their wildcard playoff game, sending Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady home to decide where and if he'll play next season. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. 66 right now. Partly cloudy in Pensacola. Milton police investigating after staff at a local funeral home were digging a grave. This was at the historic Milton Cemetery. They were getting ready for a funeral and discovered a body. According to Channel 3, Milton Police Chief Tony Tindell says that the burial may be as old as 20 years old. And he says cemetery records don't show a body being buried at that location. Tyndall added that uh, as of now, there's nothing that indicates there was any foul play involved. Eight people hurt after a Dr. Martin Luther King celebration turned violent in St. Lucie County. The sheriff's office there says shots were fired during a disagreement between two parties at a park in Fort Pierce. One of uh, one of the eight who was shot is currently in critical condition right now. No word on the conditions of the other victims. And so far, no arrests have been announced. A woman in Alabama charged with manslaughter for allegedly shooting and killing a man in Foley on Sunday. 40-year-old Consuela Minor accused of killing 38-year-old Walter McDonald. Foley police say they were called to a home on Oak Street. They say that's where they found the man with a gunshot wound to his leg. He was taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. Police say additional charges could be coming in relation to the shooting. They also say there might be other arrests as well. It's been a long time coming. That from Escambia County Commissioner Jeff Bergosh. Last week, the Escambia County Board of Commissioners approved a contract for construction of the Perdido Bay boat ramp just off Lillian Highway. It's been a struggle, and I'd be remiss if I didn't thank all the staff of uh, engineering, all the staff from environmental, all the permits we had to get, and the way we cobbled this thing together over years and years and years. I mean, it has been a project that's been in, in process for probably five, six, seven years. I... And the county bought the property back in 2013, the $4.2 million contract awarded to Hughes & Company. It's being paid for with federal recovery funds from the Deepwater Horizon disaster. Northwest Florida Congressman Matt Gates says that uh, former President Donald Trump has a 
a uh, woman problem, saying that uh, if, if he has any hopes of winning the presidency in 2024, he needs to pick a female running mate. You see the grit of a Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You see the directness, the efficacy, um, she, really bold steps. Her first days as governor, banning TikTok on a lot of the government devices there. She's the kind of person I'd look at. Christy Nome also, mm. I think, would be, uh, would be a pretty stellar pick. Uh, Gates was on the TimCast IRL podcast with Tim Poole, and Gates also uh, said that the reason Trump won in 2016 was a lot of women that didn't like him still voted for him over Hillary Clinton. Escambia County School Board member says there's a big need for more community partnerships through the Escambia Children's Trust and uh, Children's Home Society. He says currently there's 11 underperforming schools on the state's Department of Education watch list. Children's Trust got $10 million in the account right now projected $100 million in 10 years, and it'd be a darn shame in 10 years that we're sitting with the same issues that we have in certain zip codes when the, when the funding's there. That's Kevin Adams, and he says the solution would be the uh, Escambia Children's Trust has already provided funding to create a partnership at Pine Forest High School, and a similar setup has helped improve the rating at the C.A. Weiss Elementary School as well. 735 right now. It's News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. All right. Watching one accident in the Big Lagoon area. It looks like a power pole is down at Gulf Beach Highway in Magritte's and power line. Like I said, down. Road is blocked after a truck hit it, as I understand. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. It's going to be a nice day out there today with temperatures warming up above average. High today near 70. 33 degrees overnight tonight temperatures dropping near 62 as you go into Wednesday showers are possible 40% chance of rain with a high near 75 Wednesday night temperatures dropping near 65 thunderstorms move in by Thursday morning with a high of 72 by Thursday night temperatures drop into the 40s this is Brooke Richardson from the first morning weather center very nice morning out there right now 66 degrees it's partly cloudy in Pensacola 67 in Gulf Breeze and 65 in Milton our next news at 8 breaking news anytime I'm Dave David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Dom Savino with Your Money Now. It's one of the better quarterly reports from a bank this earnings season, and yet it only beat estimates by one penny per share. Morgan Stanley is touting what it calls a solid fourth quarter result, made so by record net revenues in its wealth management division. Like Goldman Sachs, which badly missed estimates this morning, and other big banks, which reported last week, Morgan Stanley is also reporting a decline in investment management revenue, though it's the lowest drop of any of the banks in the group. A possible buyout in the tech and engineering world. Shares of National Instruments are up 16% this morning toward a five-year high. That's after Emerson Electric disclosed an improved buyout bid in a deal valued at $7.6 billion. On Wall Street, futures are lower as we get ready for the start of a holiday-abbreviated trading week. Stocks will see if they can produce a third straight winning week to begin the year. That's your money now. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this Thursday at 9.30. And Dr. John Stevenson, Associate Vice Principal of Student Affairs at Pensacola State College, will be on the show discussing campus tours, financial aid, registration, scholarships, careers at the college, and the revealing of their state-of-the-art sports arena and game room. There's a lot to talk about, and you won't want to miss the show this Thursday at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Local news with News Radio's news team, Operation Blue Christmas. 16 guns, ranging from assault rifles, shotguns, hunting rifles, anything you wanted, that's what they had in, in these houses. Sheriff Chip Simmons says their narcotics unit executed warrants at five area homes over the last seven days, and all 1,600 grams of fentanyl were seized, which Simmons says is enough to kill 800,000 people. On News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News and Chip Simmons, the Scammy County Sheriff, is with us. Chip, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, So, interestingly, you know, you and I are talking about this real briefly off the air, and I know law enforcement types never want to celebrate a good thing because you feel like that's going to jinx it somehow. But even though there have been gun incidents, shootings, drive-bys, and, you know, people hurt, you told me something that it surprised me, and it's my job to know this stuff. What's true since November? Uh, well, we haven't had a homicide since uh, right around, I think it's 25th of November was the last homicide we've had. So we're coming up on two months. Yeah. You know, again, we don't want to jinx things. Sure. I don't know that I'm a believer in the jinx. Exactly. But I mean, I yeah. do think, I do believe in, and tell people what's going on. And, and we'll have this discussion tomorrow. Coincidentally, we'll have the gun crimes uh, or gun uh, Violence round table, table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, tomorrow, and we'll we'll discuss some successes and 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 why that is. Yeah, you know, is it luck? Is it is it based on some of the policies that we've put in place, some of the efforts that we've done? Uh, probably a little bit of everything. No, and and we're, we'll talk. A little, well, I guess we'll talk about it now. But the, if people want to attend, the public is not just allowed to attend, but I think they're going to be able to speak at this one. Is that right? Yeah, the plan is. Well, after the first one, let me back up a little bit. After the first one, people say, hey, you know what? I, I'd like the cards where we can give comments or ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we wouldn't I wouldn't mind having a chance to to speak to the yeah. group and some things that we've seen work and do not work. I said, you know what? I, let's let's do that. Let's let's set aside the first thirty minutes or so. Um, depends on who, how many people want to talk, and then we'll allow them an opportunity to to speak if they if they have a, a story that they want to relay and and you know maybe a personal story or or something that was working. Then we'll be glad to discuss that and let the, give them an opportunity to talk about that. We have a a round table because I'm, I'm a fan of efficiency and making sure that we, we waste people's time and we just talk about things that are important and come away thinking that we've actually done something. Sure. I, 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 if you let everyone talk and, you know, for as long as they want to, then sometimes time gets away when you're there for four hours, like some of our, some of our commission. And I am aware that meetings meetings. that don't have as strict of a time structure sometimes do go a little longer. Yes. Yeah. So I think we'll have a little bit of both. We'll, we'll obviously have some cards there. So if people don't get a chance to talk, they can still, if it's really important to them, they can, uh, we write those down and we can discuss those as we as we get moving but we look to have pretty much the same the same group that we had last time carry on with the conversations that we had 
uh, you know, last year. And, and again, go over some of the things that, that we had talked about, uh, the real time crime center, the shot spotter, some of those mm-hmm. things that we talked about that we're still in, in the works. Now we can give an update on where we're at with those things. Yeah, no, I look forward to it. Again, it's going to be tomorrow night at uh, Brownsville Community Center, 530. Right, 530 for if you want to talk, and we're going to probably kick off. We'll all be there at 530. Okay. And then we'll probably look to kick off the, the our conversation portion at about 6 o'clock. Very or good. Or so. Uh, back to things that are going on, just, you know, crimes uh, and that. Even though, again, no homicide. We did have a shooting. Somebody got shot on Saxon Street. Is that right? Uh, that's right, yeah. We got a call of a, of a shots fired disturbance. When we get on, on Saxon Street, we find out that there was a victim of, of what appeared to be an aggravated battery. Someone had hit this individual with an item. While we're there, we find out that another individual shows up at West Florida Hospital with a, a gunshot wound or two. And so during the investigation, we found out that the person that was at West Florida Hospital with uh, gunshot wounds was the person that battered the, the other person. So we have one person was battered with an item and that person was shot with a, with a firearm. So uh, the, the individual that, that was shot uh, is going to be charged and we're still investigating all the details around it. So the, the, the person that shot him was, was a victim of an aggravated battery. Okay, so the, the, the male was being physically violent against the victim, a female, I presume, or we can't, don't say, can't say. Yeah, it's know. a domestic okay, situation, yes, okay. so I can't talk about uh, Yeah, right. Uh, but then she um, shot him, and so he's going to be the one charged because she was acting essentially in self-defense in a domestic violence situation or something like that. Yeah, and from my understanding, it's a, a an age difference, so it may not okay. be a, the 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 type of romantic domestic, domestic. you're talking about. Okay, but I will tell you that yes, uh, an individual was was the victim of an aggravated battery. That individual um, shot. Got it. Her assailant or All his right. assailant, whoever, whichever way it worked. Um, but yeah, so we're still working on it, and and like you said, we can we're going to determine whether it was reasonable, mm-hmm. and and or not. And if it was reasonable, then there'll be no additional charges. If it was not reasonable, then Obviously, we'll 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 uh, charge people accordingly. We had a uh, a story. Sometimes a story will shock you or shocks me. I'll just speak for myself because it's so just horrid. Even though in the grand scheme of the harm that it does to somebody, it may not be as bad, but it's just awful. And this was a case where we had well, you had a man who's been charged with using an elderly woman abusing her and using her to like turning her over and using her to mop up urine on the floor is that what the story is here? i mean this is an awful thing to imagine sadly that's that's the that's what happened um, we get the report that a caregiver uh had been had been abusing the individual that they were supposed to be giving care to Ugh. and um there were there were surveillance video inside the the home and there was an argument and uh, a disagreement, to say the least. And then this this guy, he um, he grabbed her and then he he used her to mop up the, the it was a dog urine I think that was on the floor that, that started this this argument. And it's just it, um, I happen to see the video, and it angers me yeah. <laughs> to no end. But well, for a caregiver, I mean, it, the thing in itself. But for somebody who's tasked with the care of an elderly person, in addition to the horrific thing itself. Well, I mean, clearly you shouldn't be a caregiver. Um, right. Secondly, you you know, uh, the the level of, you know, human concern is, is, mm-hmm. is questionable in this case right there. And anyways, we arrested the the guy and uh and he'll he'll have to you know face these charges and and again it's just uh, i there's no words you can describe 
how you feel about people that do this to another right. person, especially to someone that's that's elderly. And and to, get, to, get, to me, it makes it worse, you know, because they're they're in a vulnerable position anyways. Right. As children or elderly, it's just that they're to me they're extra vulnerable. They should we should use extra care um, with with these individuals. Um, you know, at, first of all, as a level of respect, and then just as a as a basic human being. Um, but again, um, he's been charged, and he will he'll face the. He'll face justice. I do have just a quick follow-up on that. But before I do that, let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Candy? Um, on Magritte's, because I've looked it up. And <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, God, it's such a horrible story, though. Uh, truck hit a power pole at Gold Beach Highway in Magritte's in the Big Lagoon area. That power line's down. The road is blocked. So that's the, the holdup you're seeing. Try to avoid the area if you can. And 437-1620. You can uh, text if you see an accident or a slowdown. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Sheriff Simmons. So this... This story, was it in her home? Was it in some kind of a uh, facility environment? Because if there was a camera, it was in her home, but she had cameras inside? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And and apparently he knew about the cameras. And and again, that's my opinion, but clearly didn't care. Right. Wow. Okay. But that's... I mean, I, so I have always said that I, I don't love the idea of the inside the house camera because of privacy concerns. Right. But, and I've talked to you about this before, from a law enforcement perspective, many times cases have been far easier to resolve or just to figure out what happened because of in-home cameras, right? Well, I think in this case, my understanding is that the family of the, the elderly individual was, was one of the cameras and they're just a... To monitor what's, oh, okay. what's going on with their with their loved one because and, she needed and, care right, therefore she needed monitoring sort of okay yeah okay all right well that that makes sense you also have um you've kind of been involved in a case where you're trying to keep somebody who shot a deputy in jail uh the insanity defense is being offered as a possible way to try to get this person out of jail and uh somehow or other you've kind of been dragged into this i guess what's going on here well, I mean, dragged into it. We had one of our deputies uh, a couple of years ago. We, we, we were called to a, an individual's house, and he was just seeking assistance. And we had two deputies arrive. Uh, they knocked on the front door. They showed up in the marked cruiser car. Mm-hmm. And um, then one went to the side carport door, and one went around to the other uh, side of the house. We're looking to help. You know, we, we get a call, and we're looking to help. And when uh, the deputy went to the side carport, uh, went to the door, the door opened, and this individual shot our deputy four times. So hit him four times, hit him in the arm, in the back, in the chest, and, and in the head. Um, that We were able to return fire, uh, injuring the suspect. And anyway, all this has been going on, and now we're at a point where it's, it's before the judge. And I thought that uh, I, should, I should give my opinion. So I wrote a letter asking the judge to consider, you know, not allowing this individual back into our community. Well, I understand mental health concerns. I, I, I really do. Um, you know, if you recall, we're one of the only two agencies that have mental health response unit that, that's, uh, you know, c- coming around in the, state, the entire state of Florida. However, I have to look after my deputies. I have to look after the safety of our citizens. And, and you know, there's some, you know, one individual, I guess the, the, the defense attorney um, took offense to my opinion. But, I mean, if he can have opinion, I can have opinion. As a citizen um, and as I'm, a sheriff. Yeah, right. right. And, and the decision has not been made. That's why it's going before the judge. So I, I simply wrote a letter. It wasn't anything. I'm not criticizing anyone. I wasn't criticizing the, the attorney, the judge, the system or anything, at least not yet. And, and I just wanted my opinion heard. I feel like I have to stand up for our, for our deputies. Sure. And, and my concern is that the next time, um, you know, an individual like this, if you were to out, out in our community, calls for help. I mean, who's going to go? We're going to have to go. And, or uh, 
a paramedic's going to have to go, a firefighter's going to have to go, and and that's only if the situation is at their home. It 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 could be you know out in a store somewhere too. Right. So it just it was just a concern, and 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 I let my opinion be known. That's it, I'm not okay. I wasn't elected to be quiet about things that that, <laughs> that, that protect my community. I wasn't and, uh, elected so to be I don't quiet. Do I, it's just, oh my God, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of Grady Judd elected to be quiet. Um, hey, a quick good news note: you guys graduated five um, uh, guardians from the program training program, right? Right. Yeah, we have a. a really a, a coordinated effort with the school district where we train by statute the sheriff's office has to train the guardians so we train the guardians and they place the guardians in schools um where, where there are not uh school resource officers and right. sometimes where there are you know we, we don't talk about exactly which school has resource officers right. which ones have guardians and which ones have both uh, or which ones have two deputies you know two deputies right. that, are, that are there so uh, it's just a, a supplement to the to the safety for our school children and, and we'll always i will always um, you know, side with the safety of our children. More know. trained armed people who can defend our kids. I'm, you know, that's exactly. good. In fact, that's even why we're looking for this real-time crime center where we can tap into every school, you know, so we'll know real-time what's going on in the school so we can better our response. And for the first time in a couple of years, yesterday you got to put on the uh, the big black cowboy hat and give out some beads to uh, some parade attendees yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, we had MLK parade. Yeah, um, you know, we, we we I didn't put the hat on for the, for that specific one. We wear those hats for for a number of different occasions, but it was it was good to be out. The weather was perfect, um, and it was it was it was fairly well attended. And and like you said, they had they had put this off for a couple of years because of COVID, and it was good to be back. We had the prayer breakfast on Saturday. I was fortunate to attend and give remarks, and then we had this, uh, you know, the, the the actual parade yesterday. So it was, it was just a good day. Very good. Well, Sheriff Chip Simmons, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. Uh, thanks for doing what you do for our community. We we'll look forward to the gun violence roundtable discussion tomorrow night at Brownsville Community Center. You bet. Y'all take care. 751 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Feedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3.9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Feedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Feedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Things keep getting bigger and better at Daryl Sewing of Pensacola. Daryl Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in the Pensacola area, offering a variety of sewing machines, sergers, and embroidery systems, plus a large selection of sewing machine furniture, craft supplies, and fabrics. Financing is available too. Call them today, 850-438-5444. Daryl Sewing, located at 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. This tape will self destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Jim. <laughs> Don't be Don't afraid be of your freedom. Seven fifty-four on News Radio ninety-two-three. Good morning, I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David. Well, three weeks of uh, relentless rains are winding down in California now. Scattered showers expected this morning across uh, Southern California, where the ground is already saturated and prone to landslides. The chief of the International Monetary Fund believes that 2023 is going to be the year when economic growth slows. Speaking to CNBC at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, uh, Kristalina Gier gave us said she believes that growth will fall by about a half a percent compared to last year and then uh, bottom out this year. She believes the world economy will completely rebound next year. And, uh, you know, I know you lo- you enjoy uh, law enforcement things, Andrew. Do you ever watch that uh, on patrol? Mm-mm. On TV? No, the no. real, like the real yeah. body camera kind of yeah, like cops they, or whatever. Any they that kind follow of, no. cops, but it's kind of like a tape delayed, but live a show. Yeah, I gotcha. So uh, I was watching this last Saturday. A man from Indianapolis is now charged with felony child neglect after his young toddler was seen on TV with oh, a I gun. Oh, I saw the video of this on TV this yes. morning. Yes. Oh my God, this kid. It's such a scary video to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was in Beach in the stairwell, waving yes. waving the gun around, just like looks like he's maybe three, two, something like that, something like that. Yeah, young, a big three year old kid, but yeah, just waving this gun around. Neighbors called the uh, called the police, but uh, the father has now been arrested and charged. His name is Shane Osborne. He's charged with felony child neglect. Yeah. All right. Well, good. <laughs> you yeah. know, if your kid's got access to the gun, you didn't store it properly. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Watching an accident on Gulf Beach Highway and Magritte's Boulevard. A power line is down, so the road is blocked. And certainly use caution, as you know, wherever you are. Maybe avoid the air if you can. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you the question. I know the answer in advance. Do you want a weird, lurid, hilarious, bizarre story? Yes. <laughs> Look who you're at. It hurts when you have to ask this I stuff. I know, I know. It's painful that I even bring it up. But okay, ah. here goes. Here's the teaser trailer, part of the teaser trailer for a television show, the name of which I will tell you after I play the clip. Okay. My special woman has to be older. And I'm here in paradise hoping to find my soulmate. My special woman has to be older, he huh? says. I am so excited to come on this retreat and just meet a ton of beautiful women that are mature and comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love older women that can keep up with me because I'm bringing that young energy. I'm looking for love. I need a grown woman out here. Let's go. 
I'm already Here married. <laughs> My ride's closed. <laughs> so that was a TV show. This is actually a TV show. It is on TLC, which the full name of is the Learning Channel. Yeah, it sure was the Learning Channel. Mm-hmm. Channel. Uh, the name of the show is not Mrs. Robinson's Guys, uh, but it is a name that. Um, and this is not really. I don't know if you got kids in the car. It's not like the name. Just, just. It's it's one of those topics. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the it's name right. of the show is a joke satire name from 30 Rock come into truth because on 30 Rock they joked about running a TV show called MILF Island. That's right. And that's actually from um, American mm-hmm. Pie. That's yeah. where MILF comes from. Mother I'd like to fraternize with, I think I, I, is what that yeah, stands that's for. Really that's close. right. Yeah. So now we have MILF Manor. They should call it Cougar Hunter. Which is sure. <laughs> which is um I don't know, eight, I think it is the number. 50-something women, maybe, 40s, 50s, and then eight, you know, 20-something men. And when the women see the men standing behind the curtain, that they can see the silhouette, that's all. Whoa. Hey. All right now. And then they lifted the curtain, and the men get to see the women. What's going on? Wait, there are moms? Holy Watch that now. That's awesome. So they're their moms. The women <laughs> who are dating the young men are the moms of the young men. Oh, that is rich. So you get to watch seven other dudes try to back on your mom. That's right. While well, you try to get with all of their moms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I can see where you didn't watch if, it. If but this isn't it's be like, my show. This is signs of the this is not even signs of the apocalypse. This is just the apocalypse. That's even better than Love After Lockup. Yeah, no, okay. this is wow. amazing. Um and that it's Beyonce, on it's aside. on the learning channel. I mean, that's okay. So no no funny thing, you will think I'm completely against this. But hear me out. Hear me out. Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um there's a beautiful and honest consistency here in that if she's willing to date younger men, then why wouldn't she want her Peers to date her son. And if he's willing to date older women who are his mom's age, why wouldn't he want his peers to date his mom? There's a kind of bizarre, depraved philosophical consistency here that I learned something from. You're listening to News Radio 923, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. A beached, beaked whale washed up on Pensacola Beach yesterday also. An Escambia County School Board member wants to uh, establish more community partnerships. Those stories and more after Fox.